Hello, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Versecast, the Star Citizen podcast. My name is John Abraham. I'm Caleb Worth. And my name is John, too, but you can call me Gleep. Welcome to Episode 9 of the Versecast, recorded November 24th, 2014. This week on the Versecast, a big reveal regarding the healing, dying, and death mechanic. CIG kicks off the holiday shopping season one week ahead of Black Friday. And we've got another new member to the Those Guys with Ships organization. Much, much more, too. So... Uh, let's start off with uh, our newest member to Those Guys with Ships. Uh, a big hearty Those Guys with Ships welcome to Ajax Wilhelm. Yay! That, that is an epic name. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah, that's uh, very cool. Um, and Ajax messaged me and said he's looking forward to playing some co-op with us, so uh, we're looking forward to playing with him too. So Awesome. Nice. Can't wait. Yeah, well, yeah. welcome Ajax. It's, it's good to have you on board. For sure. Yeah, so um, since last week when we recorded, there has been a couple of big uh, announcements at CIG uh, on the website, official stuff, and so I thought we would uh, spend some time getting in-depth into some of that material. Kind of near and dear to my heart is uh, an exposition they did of sorts of the uh, healing mechanic, Um, and it's on a page called Healing Your Spaceman. Um, and it's very, very cool. Uh, I highly encourage you to check it out. Um, the, the picture they have is, I think, is probably from the FPS module demo. Does that look kind of familiar to you guys? Uh, yeah. Um, it kind of looks like there's some extra HUD in there that we didn't see before. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to tell whether this is the perspective of somebody following behind the guy or... Um, or if it's a third-person perspective, but anyway, it looks it looks really really cool. And um, so what they did was they uh, gave a breakdown of how healing is going to work for the FPS module. Um, was kind of what I took away from it. Uh, it seems that at first like they're talking about stuff in the PU as well as the FPS module, so that was kind of confusing to me. But I think in general it's just to do with um, how FPS is going to work. So um, it's going to be a limb-based system, which uh, may sound kind of weird, but... Um, <laughs> uh, and who knew we had 10 different limbs? Uh, <laughs> but uh, we do, and uh, they are going to be... Those limbs are... The head and the torso are separate limbs, and then each arm and leg is divided into an upper and lower portion, so that gives you a total of 10. And the way that your overall health is going to be affected is the sum of damage taken to the individual limbs. So, John, uh, you you had mentioned before we started recording that this was uh, something that you uh, thought was going to work out uh, pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if a game has actually done this before, but I've all always said, like, why doesn't any game do this? <laughs> and I think it sounds pretty cool. Like, if my if somebody's shooting me in my right arm and then I can't shoot with my shoot my gun with my right arm anymore and I have to, like, switch to my left or something, I think that sounds pretty awesome. 
Yeah, and I guess you're, we're going to have differing abilities. We're, we'll be either right-handed or left-handed, or maybe we can train to be ambidextrous. I don't know, but uh, um, I have heard before that when we get injured, it is going to compromise our effectiveness. Yeah. So I guess that there are going to be four different health states for each limb, and those are normal, hurt, damaged, and then ruined. And anything below hurt, my understanding here is that you're going to have to get some healing in order to get back into the action. Oh. Yeah, so it's uh, the, the, the percentages kind of break down uh, pretty reasonably. Uh, you're normal if you're 90% or better or greater in any limb. You're hurt between 90 and 50%, below 50% to 1% you are damaged and then uh, at zero percent your limb becomes ruined and I think at that point you can't use it anymore if your character does not die then you're gonna have to have a prosthetic limb put on or something or just go on without that limb I guess maybe amputation or something hmm. have they said did they say that you can have a severed limb I thought I had seen that somewhere before but I don't know that for sure okay because I'm just imagining somebody running around with uh, ruined arms, but their <laughs> legs are fine, so they can still like run around, but not actually do anything. <laughs> well, well, you're waiting for your prosthetic arms to come in? It, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do know that... The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do know that, that there will be prosthetic limbs, so... Uh, yeah. You know, maybe... And how cool would it be if you could take them off, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we the just... thing about the prosthetics, though, is that um, uh, they might be more durable, but uh, they're also susceptible to EMP. Right. That's right. I remember we yeah. had talked about that before. So that's going to be a, an interesting dynamic to put on top of everything. Yeah, for sure. And so what they, they said in in here in the text is they're... they're say, you know, to think back on classic FPSs that you've played and that uh, there are lots of different ways of, of doing health and death. You know, like in some games like Wolfenstein, you can pick up a, a health regeneration or a med kit. Um, there are, in games like Bioshock, there may be a regeneration chamber. Um, and then in a lot of games, you know, like Halo or um, in Far Cry, you just rest and you heal up. Or not, I'm sorry, not Far Cry, but um, uh, uh, Destiny. You, you, just rest okay, and, yeah. <clears throat> you just rest and heal. And mm -hmm. so uh, this is not the way that the FPS module is going to work. It's going to be, you get, you get injured, you, you get, there's like the initial blow, and it will do an, an amount of damage to one or more limbs. And then, depending upon the severity, after the, the initial damage, then you will start to bleed out. So until you get some help, you're going to be essentially dying if the assuming that the the damage is bad enough. I'm guessing like if you get, uh, you know, like a broken arm or something that you know you wouldn't bleed out. But if you get you know shot in the leg, you know, then there's a a, a real chance if you don't get some some sort of help that you're going to uh, bleed out. Mm -hmm. So I think. That's going to be um, uh, it's what they they said their intention is is to um, 
to make it more realistic, but still to be fun. They want it to, they want a, a, a good balance between the realism and the fun. Yeah. Um, in, uh, what is it? A planet side two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't believe there's any regeneration, automatic regeneration. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, the medic can carry around a, a gun that, uh, it has like this stream that comes out of it and it uh, regenerates your health. But I think on top of that, they can throw down a med pack, kind of like in Battlefield. And uh-huh. near the med pack, it regens your health as well. Uh huh. So I, I guess that's what they're doing in Star Citizen, stuff like that. Well, the there there is going to be a mobile healing unit. Um, it's a gadget, I think they call it. It's. Um, a, a medical device called, let's see, I get the name here. It's a Dynapack personal med kit. <clears throat> and that's what, uh, in, in battle, the person that is healing the other person will use to apply healing. Um, so that's sort of the, the field level medical device that gets used. Right. Um, the thing that I thought that was kind of interesting and made me really excited because I have a Cutlass Red is they said, that's only going to do so so much, and you can only use it so many times before it becomes ineffective. At, um, if, if you keep getting back up and into battle and keep getting shot again, you can't just continually get more uh, healing from the personal med kit. At some point, you have to go to uh, the auto dock, like I have in the Cutlass Red, or to a hospital to uh, do more intensive healing type activities. Yeah. So, and that was one of the things that was unclear to me in this uh, bit of information in this page that they gave is in FPS, are the ships going to actually play a part? Or um, does that not make any sense because the Cutlass is a a multiplayer ship and we know we're not going to have those until Arena Commander 2? Is that not right? Is that what um, you guys remember? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know how much. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I think they're going to have all that stuff eventually in Arena Commander, but yeah, I don't know what version number. Yeah, so it's, um, it's the, the article. I mean, it's lots of really cool information and pictures and stuff, but I was just a little bit uh, kind of confused on how, what happens when you die. You know, are are you going to um, assuming that you you get to a state where you need more than just field level help, are you out of the game? Is the game going to be in rounds, or is there going to be you know uh, encounters or something like that? Um, or uh, at that point, do you are you just kind of done for the day in Arena Commander? Do you have to go heal overnight? You know, um, I don't think there will be any persistence in Arena Commander or the FPS module. I think it'll just be match to match. Okay. And you'll, and you'll just start over each match with a new, like, 100% character. So the the chances are you could, if you got to the place where you needed more healing than you could get with this portable device, then that would sort of put you out of the match until it was over? I I don't know. It's hard to say. Maybe they'll have... A mode where 
when you die that's it but maybe they'll have another mode that you can respawn um, you know multiple times per match uh, so it's hard to say at this point I don't think they've really specified that at all no they haven't that's kind of the the frustrating part um, and like we've said before every time we get a, a new big chunk of information we kind of walk away with more questions than we had uh, when it came out although you know still it's very cool um, but it's it seems like in here that they're trying they want to make the FPS module have the same uh, flavor as the PU as regards dying they say they want to uh, encourage people not to die. They make it um, uh, uh, worthwhile to the player to try to avoid dying. So it's like, how, how do you, how would you imagine that they do that? Well, if they're saying that, then maybe there will be persistence of some kind. Maybe you'll have another, maybe you'll have just one character in the FPS that's separate from the PU that that you have to keep alive and when it dies um, all your stuff is reset or something I don't know it's hard to say yeah anyway yeah so I mean I, I think it's you know it's it's all really cool stuff that they're they're talking about um, you know it, it's uh, but it's, it's it, it is still a little bit confusing um, uh, yeah I mean uh, I guess, every time I they come out I with some say... go ahead Okay, sorry. Um, I was just going to say, like, if they're going for realism, um, I don't see why they would have a mode where you could respawn. Um, just because, you know, if in a real skirmish, it doesn't make sense for anyone to respawn. So that's just my guess, is that um, they would go the route of, you know, simple example, four versus four, and when one side is wiped out, you know, that the other the other side wins. Is, that's my guess is how they'll do it, but we'll see. Well, that's true, but the FPS module and Arena Commander are simulations within the game that are meant to help you train for the real thing. And yeah, in the real thing, I, you, I don't think you can respawn after that's being true. dead in the battle. That's true, but the point of playing the FPS is to get better at shooting stuff. <laughs> and to shoot stuff more often you have to respawn i'm not saying like obviously yeah there's tactics um involved with not dying as well but yeah i guess I it feel would like just, it would um it would play to the the fact that they are trying to discourage you like you know they don't want you to be okay with dying so yeah that was that was my reasoning i think but, it would make sense to have like two modes where Maybe right. you have one mode where there you have like a persistent character, and if it dies, you can't play for a day or something. I don't know, but and then also have a mode where it's more like Call of Duty, and you can just respawn and stuff, just right. for it's more so it's more fun for people, I guess. It's true. Yeah, I think that you know that makes sense. You know, and it seems entirely reasonable. But they they've gone out of their way several times here to say this is not going to be like Call of Duty. You know? Um, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess I shouldn't say Call of Duty, but maybe it's something that's a little more arcadey. Maybe not, you know, Yeah, full I guess the two, th <laughs> the two things is, you know, they, they want it to be fun for everybody, which means they want it to be simulation and arcade, you know, combined. You don't want it to be one or the other. 
And yeah. so in that terms, it totally makes sense that they would do both, like you're saying, John. But at the same time, if they're really wanting to punish death, it doesn't make sense to include respawning. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. It seems like there's lots of shades of gray, you know, and it's it's really it's really hard to 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 put a finger on where on that spectrum we're going to land and what that's going to look like. Yep. You know, so but um, but you know, there's you know, in the meantime, there's you know plenty of cool stuff we do know uh, that there the the limb damage is going to be identifiable visually, so you will be able to see if one of your teammates is if they're arm is ruined it's going to be you know like floppy on their by their side <laughs> um or um and then also depending upon what sort of gear you have what sort of suit you have there's uh, going to be um uh gauges or, or biometrics i think they call it that will display the levels of health for all of your limbs and um uh, your overall health which they say in here that if you don't have that sort of stuff, then you're going to have to rely upon physical cues. Like if once you become injured, you will start to breathe heavier. You know, obviously if your leg is injured, you're going to move differently. Yeah. Um, and, and then as you start to black out, then you'll get that, what we think about as, you know, taking damage in games like... Um, like Destiny, where uh, you know you get the red coming in on the sides of your screen, so that that's going to be a, a visual cue if you don't have the um, uh, biometric equipment to feed you that information on a regular basis. So it seems like there's just a whole bunch of different ways to uh, interact in this environment, and um, but then with all of that interesting stuff, there's also the responsibility of paying attention to what it's telling you. Yeah. How did they say that you will see other people's limb damage? Is it just going to be visual, or is there going to be like a HUD element? Well, there's. Uh, I I didn't see anything like if I was looking at you and you had an injured arm. I don't think I would see anything in my HUD um, that like gave me a biometric readout. I think I instead would see your arm, you know, hanging uh, limp by your side. Right. Although okay. they. It does say that when you do take damage that there will be, and I guess this must be, again, dependent upon the equipment you have, but like currently in Arena Commander, when you take damage in your ship, uh, the computer says, you know, uh, port or aft shield at 35%. Mm -hmm. So it's going to, apparently it's going to announce to you that your left arm is at 35%, you know. <laughs> Run for cover, or mm -hmm. you know, go find Gleep. He has uh, he has the med kit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, it's you know, I, we've had a, a lot of questions about this, you know. So I think it, it's cool that we get this stuff, and uh, it just makes me want more. Yeah, I mean, every time they come out with uh, some more information on something, we just have more questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, um, if you, yeah, I don't know if you've got the page open. If you scroll down to near the bottom, there is a quick video uh, which shows the dragging mechanic. So if you are injured in battle but you're not in any kind of cover where you could have someone come and heal you, they can in instead come and grab you by the shoulder and drag you to uh, a safe place where they can administer the healing. Yeah, that's really cool. 
Yeah. So and apparently you're going to be able to you're going to be able to drag people by their um, by their shoulders or by their feet. Huh? <laughs> so well, um, I'm happy that they have dragging options. Yeah. So I think that that's going to be. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, uh, I've I've played healers in other MMOs before, and I you know I enjoy playing the. Uh, the role, uh, if for no other reason than, you know, most parties always could use a healer. Um, and uh, it usually sucks when you, you have nothing but, you know, high damage per second characters. Uh, but I think, you know, with having the ship and, and uh, you know, playing that role for the, the group, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yep. So uh, do you think you're going to run uh, Medic? I believe so. Uh, is there going to be? Do I have to pick that as a class there's, there's well not gonna be a... no there no. i don't think there's going to be classes but you would have to equip the medic gadgets or whatever oh yeah no i'll, I'll do that i'll do that yeah. but i mean i'll i'm guessing that i'll also need to equip a, a weapon or two too because if there's you know kind of a waste of manpower you know i'm just standing around waiting for somebody to get hurt you know oh yeah for sure well i mean <laughs> i'm sure there will be uh space to hold a weapon as well as a couple gadgets or whatever and you know you'll have to choose what role you're going to play just based on what you equip yeah yeah no i'm i'm definitely uh uh interested in playing the playing the medic i think that will be that will be fun i am too actually Uh, in uh in battlefield and like planet side uh i always go with with medic i just i'm (sighs) I really like shooting stuff, and I'm, like, really good at it in Call of Duty, but for some reason, I really like rezzing people, too, <laughs> so. It's fun. I mean, <laughs> yeah. even, like, in, like in Borderlands, nice. you know, it's like when you, when you well, rez somebody. Well, we and yeah. <laughs> I'll be the sniper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, in, uh, in Battlefield 3... There's a map called Operation Metro, and in on the PC version, you can play 64-player uh, servers, and I would go on there uh, and play Conquest, and the map is is in a, like, a subway, uh, and not, not like the restaurant, like, like, a, <laughs> <laughs> like a, you know, underground subway. Um, oh. and there would be this, there's this choke point in the middle and with 64 players, you can't move past that choke point. Like no matter what you do, it's just a firefight right at that, at these certain stairs, like for the entire match. So it's continually like people, uh, using grenade launchers and killing people like crazy. And so if you go medic on that map and you're in the right area, you can just continuously res people. And <laughs> I got so many medic badges for that. It was insane. Like, I, I literally wouldn't kill anybody in the match, and I would be easily at the top of the leaderboard. It was ridiculous. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It, you know, and I think it, it's important to incentivize players to take on that kind of role. You know, I know we're not going to have like Steam achievements in this game, but I think it's uh, if there is something like that where you uh, you can 
get some props for uh, being the person that that helps keep the team up, then then that's uh, that's cool too. Yeah, I um I recently started playing WoW, and <laughs> um that game has achievements, and I haven't gotten into it that much to start doing the achievements yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but people that are really into it, uh, achievements are like very important to them, and I think it's because it's kind of a closed. Uh, a, a closed infrastructure, I guess, where, um, like with Steam, I don't think anybody really cares about Steam achievements. No. Like no nobody really looks at them. Like, when they pop up, <laughs> it's like, oh, cool, I got an achievement. But I don't think anybody really tries to get them because I think, I think for one thing, you can basically just go in and edit some files and automatically get them. <laughs> um, for like every single game uh but uh yeah i hope i hope star citizen has has some good achievements and uh and that that, that we can see them on other people's profiles and stuff yeah i bet you that's the way that it shows up is that when you um you know on your moby glass you'll be able to summon up uh, a character and see their reputation and their their profile and what it is that they've done and so um, uh, I I know they've talked about that before that they they don't want to do the steam sort of thing and they don't want to you know make you wear a bunch of badges around or a cape or what have you yeah. but they do they do want to have that um, information available to other players so that you know who you want to play with who you want to avoid and and uh, also you know just like hey that's a pretty cool person you know yep yeah so one last thing on this uh, page and uh, I. I'll post a link to just to to uh, RSI in the notes. It's uh, it's right there on the uh, the main page. So, but on the the bottom of this healing your spaceman page, there is a disclaimer, and it says uh, at the very end here. Note also that while this system is being developed now, aspects of it relating to permadeath or long-term character impact will not be available in the near-term FPS module. Okay. So. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's confusing enough, and then they throw that in at the end uh, that it's like I, you know, is it going to be like you suggested? Maybe you know, at the top, you know, in the earlier parts of the document, they say we don't want it to be, we want it to be an entirely new uh, experience, and it's fresh and dynamic and and what have you. But then that maybe that's not going to be what we get at first. Maybe we're going to get something more familiar at first. But so, yeah, at first it'll probably be pretty dumbed down. Yeah, I would think. Well, well, anyway, I, I just I was real excited when I saw that I was uh, I was at a stoplight in my car and I had to pull over. (laughs) (laughs) They they have they have really. Yeah, really post. (laughs) They have really strict laws here for uh, for looking at your phone while driving. (laughs) (laughs) So. Cool. Well, the other big thing that has happened since last week is the anniversary sale. And boy, howdy, is it a sale. Um, have you guys had a chance to look at the uh, the list of ships that are available? Uh, yeah, I skimmed it over. And uh, when I got to the bottom, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's probably that's probably the, the big news is the... Um, 
at the end of the sale on Black Friday, which will be the 28th, I believe, they're going to put on sale 200 of the Javelin, which um, it's not a ship I'd heard of before. Have you, either of you guys heard of the Javelin before? I've seen this picture, and I don't I don't remember where I saw it, but yeah, I think I've gone I've seen it once. I don't think I've seen it. I could it be a new ship? Well, it's a, 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 a capital ship, and so we don't have any other capital ships in the game yet, do we? No. Uh, I, don't think I mean, so. th- is is the Idris a capital ship? Um, not as a Corvette. <laughs> it used to be. Yeah. Okay. I guess I don't know what a capital ship is. Is there is there an easy definition for that? I can't remember what the definition is. I looked it up, and I, I think it's kind of vague. So probably um, just big, big ship. <laughs> yeah, because I mean the term is used uh, outside of Star Citizen, so I think I, it's um, you know it's more specifically a warship. Um, you know, it's not for just cargo it's not for exploration i think it's kind of main purpose is to be a large central um vehicle for uh, warfare right okay so like uh like the main ship in a naval uh, uh what do they call like it? a Armada. battleship i think battle cruiser okay like yeah that. okay well the javelin um and if you look at the picture on the very top of that page, it, it appears to be a much larger ship than it appears in the picture at the bottom of the page. Uh, <laughs> it, sh- it shows a, a fighter of some sort. I think I don't know if it's a Hornet or if it's a Gladius or, or what it is, uh, landing on a, a pad. Uh, so I think it's going to be a really big ship. But uh, what's definitely really big about it is the price. Uh, it's going to be 2500 bucks. And yep. and there's only going to be 200 of them, so minus uh, the three that we buy. Exactly. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, you guys are only getting one. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, as I was um, uh, listening to Star Signal this morning, and they were talking about that their it was either their organization or one of the guys' organizations that they were pooling their money to actually buy one of these things. Oh wow. You know, so I guess depending upon how big how big your organization is, but you know that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, um, but you know, we 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 are five members strong now, so twenty five hundred by five. That's only five hundred dollars a piece. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no problem. So watch out for those guys with ships. <laughs> we just need each of our subscribers to send like fifty bucks, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I guess actually, what we do is we just melt everything we have, and then we'll become those guys with ship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but you know, it is cool looking. It is a really cool looking ship, and I can hardly wait for the uh, first time we get to see one, uh, either in Arena Commander or um, in the PU. Um, but like I say, it's going to be. There's only 200 of them. They're going to go on sale at uh, six in the morning my time on Black Friday. 
Uh, so while all the, all the other folks are lining up out in front of Target, uh, there will be, uh, you know, folks lining up on their computers. Uh, You're going to be hitting Control R on yeah, the exactly. Star Citizen. Exactly. And then another 50 every six hours after that, the last 50 going on uh, at midnight. Um, so Every three hours. Um, I think it shows here six. Oh, every six hours. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, and then uh, also at the same time, um, and I should mention that this goes on sale as the anniversary sale is ending, but then also going on sale at uh, the same time as the javelin is going to be the Carrick concept ship, and the picture of it is extremely cool. I mean, it's it's just an interior shot of the. Uh, I guess, what would you call that, the command console? Mm-hmm. Um, the bridge. But, the bridge. Uh, but it just, it's its like, wow, it's jaw-dropping cool. Yeah, yeah. it has like two levels. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man. Man, oh man. And uh, it's not going to be uh, quite so much. It's going to be uh, three, four, only 345 No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's a steal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, of course, it'll come with the uh, the LTI and the uh, standard concept sale bonus features, which um, I did I had not realized this ahead of time. But uh, I'm going to be getting for my my Drake Herald an in-game ship model and a poster. So Ooh, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a uh, watch out for me. <laughs> um. So yeah, looking forward to, to seeing. I'm actually I'm looking forward to seeing what that looks like on the outside because um, after after seeing the uh, reclaimer, you know, and how awesome that looked on on the exterior, I'm uh, I'm just kind of wondering how cool this is going to look because it's it's a science vessel primarily. I think it's a uh, for deep exploration, mm-hmm. um, and so I think it's it's not going to necessarily look like. Um, uh, an offensive ship. It's going to be more of a um, uh, an, an exploration ship. So um, I'm hoping it will be um, uh, be as awesome on the outside as it looks on the inside. Yeah, I mean it has a whole secondary deck above, like the uh, the seats on the bottom. So yeah, it it, it definitely seems like this is like this is like the Starship Enterprise right here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Cause it, it is. Maybe not quite that big, but it's the same kind of idea. You know, it's got medical, it's got repair, it's got, you know, mapping-oriented sensor suite, whatever that is. But it's mm-hmm. got computer stuff, so... it It's weird that the specs still say that it has a max crew of four, but the picture makes it look a lot bigger than that, don't you think? Yeah, it does. Yeah. I mean, how does how does that how do they come up with that figure? I, obviously, it's not the it's not the the number of people that you can fit on the ship. I'm guessing um, you can probably have people hanging out, you know, just kind of watching the outer space go by. Um, yeah, I don't really know what the crew number means because it does seem like they've said that people could just like be standing in your ship everywhere and you could take off. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's just how many seats it has. Functional stations. Yeah. Huh. Uh, so, like, how many crew does your uh, Connie have? Um, four. And it's I think. 
it's pretty big inside, right? Yeah, it's pretty big. I mean, and then there's like two beds as well. And um, I mean, if you had some lawn chairs, you could get people in the back too. <laughs> or, or you could get some CIG cots, you know, you could just set up a bunch <laughs> <Yeah>. of cots. <laughs> yeah. Go camping in the cargo hold. <laughs> awesome. And it, yeah. uh, the Carrick, the Carrick is a pretty new ship too, so I I wouldn't be surprised if they change. You know, these stats aren't going to be how they are in. Yeah, in six they definitely months. change stuff. I mean, there's even recently I was looking at like the brochures versus the stats that are on, uh, or the specs that are on the store page, and mm-hmm. they still don't line up. So. Yeah. Um, they're they're definitely updating that stuff and changing it. Right. Yeah. Well, um, I, one more thing we should mention about the Javelin is that they are going to take some of that money that they make, and let's see, doing some quick math, so that's uh, 200 by 2,500. Uh, that's too many zeros for me. But anyway... $500,000, I think. Is it? Whoa! That's awesome. Um, they're going to take some of that, the money raised by the sale of those, and they're going to uh, have $5,020 Aurora game packages to sell um, at the same time. So I think that's extremely cool because that's going to be, a, especially right in time for Christmas, you know. Um, mm-hmm. If you, if you uh, and this, they were sort of discussing this on, on Star Signal this morning. They were saying, you know, these are that's a cool gift idea you know i mean because like you know you think like a 45 dollars ship you know if you have a buddy you know i i suppose you know it depends on how good a buddy he is you know or or she <laughs> uh that you would you know drop 50 bucks on a on a ship and say hey come play this game with me um but for 20 bucks you know you might you know you know if you got some guys that you uh, or friends you play other games with you know and you know you have 20 bucks you know it's like hey you know what I think you're going to like this game so much, uh, you know, I'll pay the 20 bucks for you to play it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be great to get new people in, and um, uh, what was I going to say? It was something pretty good. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Gone forever. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's re- I mean, that's a really good way to get people in the game, and they're not going to be, you know, losing much money or... And the people that are going to get those cheaper ones are likely to upgrade at some point, you know, if they're really interested. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I remember what it was. Um, it's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, $20 to get into Star Citizen versus uh, the 75 bucks it costs to get into uh, Elite Dangerous right now. Right. It's a pretty good deal. It is. It is. And... Um, uh, I think, you know, and it's it gives you a, a decent ship. I think the Aurora is going to be um, a ship that you would hold, you can hold on to. It's yeah. not it's not a ship that you're going to be doing everything you can to get money so that you can get rid of it. Yeah, I mean, the Aurora is very versatile. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's not the ship that everybody really wants. Um, but it's a great place to start out and then, you know, work up to get something better. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, especially if you're able to, and I, I'm not really sure, but I think you're going to be able to outfit them with a jump drive. So it may it may be that you know you could uh, um, you know do a few jobs, get a jump drive, and then pretty much you can go anywhere uh, that there's other stuff to do, and you know you would have a way to do that. Yeah. So. Um, isn't the freelancer MIS the uh, militia one? It is, yeah. I was I was just going through the list here real quick of the stuff that's happening uh, uh, for the anniversary sale, and the Aurora, Aurora LX is uh, the uh, luxury version of the Aurora. So that one's uh, they've made that available again. Uh, they're also selling the 350R uh, Origin 350R racing ship. Um, the Super Hornet is uh, available, and then, like you were just saying, the the Freelancer MIS is the militia or military version that was uh, released in limited quantities. I think uh, it was before I joined the game, so it had to have been either much earlier this year or sometime last year. I'm guessing it was earlier this year. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, that, you know, is uh, if you're into that sort of thing. I guess the, the comparable would be the, um, is there a Cutlass? I guess maybe the Cutlass Blue is, is the, the comparable, uh, the closest comparable ship uh, yeah. to, to that. I guess the um, uh, Aurora LN, which we have, is, is sort of the, the militia version of the, uh, the Aurora. So, but this, of course, is, is much bigger. Yeah. So... Um, they put the M50 uh, racing ship back on sale again, um, and then the Cutlass Blue is back uh, again for... And I, I'm thinking that these prices are higher than they were before. Um, uh, Caleb, when you bought your Cutlass Blue, do you remember how much it was? Um, I got a package, and I believe it was the price it's saying here, 165 So. Oh, okay, cool. Um doesn't seem higher but i thought that it was going to be so it's interesting yeah i know the the m50 is uh, about 10 bucks higher than when i bought it but uh, that was quite a while ago um okay and uh, well one thing too is i don't know if it the package here is going to include the same things i'd have to compare but it looks similar so yeah i think well they didn't they didn't raise the prices a lot if they did at all i think um, they, although they yeah. said that every subsequent time that they release ships for sale, limited edition ships for sale, that the prices will go up some. So, so there's a, um, there's that. But uh, so the Cutlass Blue, and then uh, they've re-released some concept ships, which are pretty cool. There's the uh, Anvil Gladiator, which I think is a pretty old ship, isn't it? It was one of the first yeah. concept ships. Um, so that's available again. And it's, uh, I guess it's a, is it a troop ship or is it a bomber? I can't remember. I think it's a bomber. A bomber, okay. Um, and then the uh, Aegis Retaliator, which is, uh, it kind of looks like a constellation almost. I don't know if it's if it's just uh, if it's just a battleship or, or what it is, but... Um, There's a whole new page on that, actually. It's the newest post, I believe, on the website, so you can check that out if you want to know about it. Oh, okay. Flying Fortress. Ah, okay. Well, there you go. So maybe a little less versatile than the Constellations, but um, uh, maybe some beefier uh, firepower. Right. Um, 
And then uh, they have they've re-released, or I don't know if this is the first time this. No, this can't be the first time it's out. But uh, the Jian Kartu All, which is uh, I think a lightweight fighter. Yeah. And, yeah. and it is uh, it is a trippy looking ship. I thought for a second, Caleb, that it was the ship that we were um, <laughs> staring at last week, uh, right. trying trying to figure out what it is. Um, but uh, I don't think so. I think this is. Uh, this is uh, something different. Well, it's, it's been around for a while, so I don't think it can be. But is this this is the one with the cockpit that like moves on a gimbal or something? Looks like it. Yeah, yeah. It looks it looks like it it could. It's very it's, different. Yeah. It looks like kind of like a like you're flying in a fishbowl or something, um, <laughs> like on a, a fishbowl on the end of a stick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it looks the whole thing looks kind of like a like a the, dragonfly cool or something. I think the cool thing is, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I don't, that's all I had. The cool one of the cool things um, that I think is just really cool about the alien ships is that like the thrusters and just the way that they fly is going to be different from well, even even um, even just an Aurora versus a you know, Gladiator, 300, whatever, they're all going to fly differently. But I think having the alien ships um, even increases the diversity of, you know, how the different ships are going to handle. And that's something that I have never heard of in a space game, a ship handling different because of the real physics of where the thrusters are located. <laughs> you yeah. know, so just the, dif- the different geometries of ships, um, I think, is really good for increasing the variety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> No, I agree. I, I agree. I think that that's that's that having that sort of because that's you know really that that's more realistic too. You know, I mean it's mm-hmm. not you know uh, like automobiles. You know, not all automobiles drive the same or control the same. You know, so yeah, yeah. Um. So that then they're also releasing the Drake, uh, re-releasing the Drake Caterpillar, which I guess is is just a transport ship. Though I, it looks like it has some armaments, but I think it's primarily a transport ship. And uh, um, I'm, I guess it, like it has like shipping containers or something that it it hauls. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of some sort of modular transport that it does. Um, and then the Banu Merchantman and the Starfarer, which we've talked about before, which is the uh, uh, liquids and gas transport vehicle. Tanker. Yeah, the tanker. Tanker vehicle. Which, um, at one point I was thinking, huh, I, I want one of those. That would be a cool thing to just go flying into stars and harvest gas. But um, I've come to my senses since then. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that's kind of the the list of the ships, uh, real briefly. I, you know, there's um, is there anything here that's tempting you guys that uh, you know, starting the stove uh, underneath uh, one of the ships in your hangar now? You can go, John. I don't know. Um. No. No. <laughs> I mean, I think I think the Carrick might be cool, but I'll have to see more about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm holding out for the Orion, really. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> me too. I mean, it's like I, I own a couple of these ships already, so yeah. Um, it's not really that uh, 
that uh, I mean I think it's it's all cool stuff. Um, yeah, but uh, I think the javelin looks cool too. But I don't know the Idris just is the big ship that I want. Yeah, yeah. So now isn't the the biggest ships are the Bengal class ships, correct? Yeah, the carriers. Okay, and do we do we even have a, a concept name for any of those? Um, I don't know. I, you know, I, I've heard the, the, the Bengal class mentioned a, a couple of times, but I'm not really uh, sure what that looks like. Yeah, yeah um, I think I think Chris Roberts has said that they would be um, flyable, I guess, by uh, player characters, mm-hmm. but that they, it would be almost impossible because they have such a large crew. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd just be something where, like, uh, pirates would try to take it over, and then it would probably fail because they couldn't keep all the systems up or something. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if that size of ship is going to be feasible for player characters to actually control, so I don't know if they'll be, like, selling those ships. Hmm. Or it might be something where you would have to have... Uh, it would make sense for an organization to own it. Because then, you know, if you had a large group, you know, an org with a thousand members or something, then there would be... You would likely always have enough people online to uh, to crew the ship. That's true, but I think they'd have to be constantly doing some kind of maintenance. Mm-hmm. You know, like making sure that the engines are running and that kind of stuff. So maybe... I mean, obviously, it'd be awesome to have that as uh, as an organization to have a, a giant ship like that that everybody could could uh, store their ship in. Um, but you'd probably have to pay a ton of NPCs to keep it going, I would think. Well, maybe if your organization is very focused on role play, you know, then that would be yeah. Uh, then you uh, could have time slots and make sure that somebody is online at every moment. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think there are groups like that, you know, that yeah. that, that they they uh, enjoy that sort of thing. But. Yeah, I think definitely in like uh, games like Eve, mm-hmm. um, there was that <laughs> a few months ago last year maybe, uh, some person in a guild forgot to pay a bill or something, and it started a war that cost like hundreds of thousands of like real money dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was yeah. that was, you know, and it's like it's easy to sort of make fun of that, but then you know, I there's another part of me that says, "Oh my God, I wish I was a part of that." <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, I would I would love to you know call my buddies up and go, "Oh man, I lost five hundred bucks today." You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know what that says about me, but uh, <laughs> so and. Um, Kind of rounding out the anniversary sale, there were a couple of other items. There was a, an arc light sidearm, which you know sounds pretty cool, but there's no picture of it, so I don't know if I would actually uh, spend the five bucks for it. Um, but they did offer uh, an Origin Racing suit, uh, also uh, sight unseen, and I did spend ten bucks on that. So uh, <laughs> I have I have two Origin Racing ships, so I need the suit to go with it. Yeah. Yeah, but um, 
that's about it for that. So, um, uh, let's see. Um, what uh, what do you guys been? Uh, well, I guess we should. Uh, this is a little bit different uh, format this week. That's that's pretty much all the material I wanted to go through uh, from CIG. Um, and uh, oh, John, you weren't uh, with us last week, but uh, Chris actually did read one of my uh, questions in Ten for the Chairman. Oh, he did. He did. It was wow. awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. I actually uh, I went back and I was uh, listening to the show today at work. I guess I didn't get to that point though, so I'll have to I'll have to finish that. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was I got all giggly. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, so um, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start the process all over again. Uh, coming up here pretty quick, but uh, one thing that we did um, talk about last week, and I, we wanted to get your input on it, was um, I had just gone to see Interstellar, and um, you know there's a couple of other movies I've seen this summer or um, over the summer, uh, uh, Gravity and Guardians of the Galaxy, you know space movies because I'm you know it's kind of what I'm into right now, yeah. and. Um, there had been some criticism of Interstellar that uh, some of the science wasn't quite right, that, you know, uh, this was off, that was off. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't know if either of you have seen that, but, you know, it's basically a comic book in space. So, yeah. you know, no one's no one's debating the science in that movie. Right. Uh, uh, in Gravity, they actually, there were some, uh, some complaints, but it seems like there were fewer complaints for that movie than there were for Interstellar. But... Just got the the what it kind of got me thinking about was how important it is to us in this game to have the science be realistic. Do we want it to be um, just totally uber realistic, or do we want it to um, to uh, be a little bit silly in places? You know, with the idea of keeping the story going. Uh, I think it's more important to keep it fun i think like in interstellar there's a part where they go to this planet and uh for every minute that they're on the planet it's like no every hour that they're on their planet it's seven years on earth Uh isn't that right spoiler spoiler alert (laughs) that's not a spoiler come on (laughs) um yes you are correct yes but uh isn't that that what people were uh, complaining about? Um, I think they were complaining about the wormhole. Um, the wormhole was spherical instead of just like you know uh, something from Stargate or um, uh, Eve. You know where you just have a big ring and you fly through the ring and then poof, you're on the other side of the galaxy. Oh, okay. So uh, the planet thing, like the seven years thing, is something that can happen. It had something to do with gravity, um, okay. and, but you know it's way, way above my. Yeah. My, see, uh, see, I didn't. Um, I don't know about science, so. Yeah. I I when I saw that I questioned it, but I also said to myself, I have no idea if this can be possible. So, <laughs> basically, yeah, they can get away with a lot, and I don't care. Yeah, that, I think that was kind of the the consensus that Caleb and I came. Uh, to last week was that you know as long as we're not being taken out of the story then you know it's 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 fine i mean as long as it's within the context of the rest of the movie um, yeah the, and plus the, we don't know really what's possible like we can't travel beyond we can't travel light speed in reality right now 
Right. But um, there's going to be, you know, jump points that let us travel across space in this game. So, right. I, I mean, to a certain point, you just like, like you can't have people flying across space in real time. <laughs> I mean, we can't be bound by the technology that we know now. I guess, um, obviously, we have to be bound by uh, scientific uh equations or whatever <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but um i think yeah I, th- I think what we agree on is that if if there is known science um in you know real worlds if it's something that's a big deal like gravity pulls you down we don't want that to be changed but if it's something that's smaller like if an electron's moving this fast, it's going to do what, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't know that we care so much about that. I know that some people are going to be picky about the little things, but not everybody's going to know the little things. So that's kind of where the gray area is in my mind. Mm-hmm. Is where do you make that line? Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think it, it is, you know, like, like you were saying, context too, you know, that... Like you were saying, Caleb, last week that uh, you like lightsabers, and we're not going to have lightsabers <laughs> in this game, you know. But oh, I, I think I think that that would be out of context to the rest of the universe as we're expecting it to sure. to happen for us. So, um, yeah, it's just you know, I I was uh, you know there was nothing in that movie that really took me. Um, out of the story, I, I really liked it. There was the there's a part, and I don't think I'm giving anything away. There's a part where they are dealing with four and five dimensions and trying to visually represent that, um, and uh, that I I just got a headache. You know, <laughs> it didn't take me out of the mood. It, it just made my head hurt. But yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> but um, you know, other than that, you know, it's. Because, you know, you, you hear people talk from time to time about, you know, well, the uh, the flight system in Arena Commander is all wrong because in actuality it would do this. Or like in um, the Murray Cup racing, they, a criticism I've heard is that racing ships can't hover, a, a ship with thrusters in that configuration can't hover in atmosphere like that. Um which you know I hadn't thought about, but now that I now that I I go oh yeah that's what it's doing, um, you know, <laughs> it, it, I could let it bother me or I could just say you know no but look at the the ship the ship is really cool you know, <laughs> so and and I'm flying it so yeah but yeah so anyway we just wanted to bring that back up and get your take on it John uh, thought it was uh, you know kind of uh, in keeping with uh, some and of the conversations. It- Maybe if you're one of those people that that knows everything and finds all the little problems, you can just challenge yourself and challenge yourself to make up some lore for why it's working. Like there's some magnetrons or something that's you know doing something for you that you just can't see, and that's why it works. That's your challenge. Or maybe since you're so dang smart, you can go make your own game. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, and maybe maybe you could go play in somebody else's organization. <laughs> no, 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 no. We we accept geniuses here. <laughs> geniuses are welcome. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Well, to sort of wrap things up, what have you guys been playing? Um, I got into WoW. <laughs> 
Dude. The end. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> On the 10-year anniversary of WoW, oh. I got into it. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Uh, and uh, I've, so been playing it, is... <laughs> I've been playing it too much. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's, that's brutal. I that's know. Have have uh, have Nick and um, and the other Caleb been uh, helping you level up? I don't know. Does the other Caleb uh, play WoW anymore? No, he's no, he's mostly just uh, Daisy now. Oh, okay. Doing his uh, Twitch stuff, but uh, yeah, uh, Nick is in there. He's playing, and um, uh, the new expansion just came out, so he's been uh, he's been playing that. But um, so like I have to start at uh, zero. Right. Whereas with the expansion, they're starting at 90. Right. Um, so it's taken me a while. Right, right now, I've I've put in like two days and 12 hours, I think. Oh. And I'm at level 66. So. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. It. I mean, this is like this is like eight years of content that I'm playing right now. Wow. And then once I get to 90. Um, then I'll be able to start playing the new expansion. Uh, so it's a ton of content I have to go through, but it's been fun. I've been playing with uh, a couple, a couple friends, um, doing the whole thing with them. So it's been, it's been pretty fun. Um, if you don't have friends to play with, I don't see why you would get into this game at this point. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, I've been having fun. It's you definitely need somebody to guide you through it. Uh-huh. Uh, I think, unless you've played an MMO before, but I never have, so it's a learning experience for me. What class are you playing? I'm playing a uh, mage. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's been fun. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to make new characters, but uh, I have I'm I'm gonna level. I think I'm gonna level this character to a hundred first, and then. Uh, do some other stuff. I don't know if I love the the mage. It feels kind of... It doesn't feel like I'm doing a ton of damage. Um, I really want to... I want. I really want to tank. Uh, but that's kind of a more challenging role, especially when you're just starting out. So... Yeah. That'll be well, something that I'll do down the line. But yeah, it's kind of consuming me. <laughs> Well, what we need to do is get one of those wormholes working and then get uh, 2013 John to come up and see you here now. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, don't do it. Don't. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool. So, uh, Caleb, what have you been playing? Uh, Arch Age still, still oh. having fun with that. So, um, yeah, not a whole lot of news, but still playing it. So... It's good. Well, you got like a, a a big ship that you were. I think you were working on last time we talked about it. Uh, you were yeah. working on getting a merchant ship or something or other. Yeah. Normally you have to. Um, well, there's trade runs, and how you do that is you craft a pack, which goes on your back, and you travel like half the speed of normal speed. Um, so there's donkeys and um, carts that you can use to speed that up the trading. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the best things to have is a merchant ship because it can hold 20 packs. Oh, nice. Um, and you go at a pretty good pace. So, um, yeah, I did get that and have been able to do some effective trade routes. And um, 
The next things I'm working on are um, getting a cart so that I can get packs to my ship faster because <laughs> um, it does take a while to load 20 packs on so so I'm working on getting a cart and actually I have a cart now but I need to um, upgrade it next so that I can carry more so just grinding that stuff out is this game subscription based um, in a way um, if you want to own land you need to be a patron and you can pay real money for patron or you can get enough golden game and buy patron that way basically so um, but honestly you don't need land it's kind of just a fun thing to have um, mm -hmm. unless you really want to do farming or something but well, yeah. yeah it's kind of like play. like like eve can't you do that in eve where if you earn enough isk you can pay your your real money subscription that yeah. way yep the only difference i would say is with eve you have to have a subscription and with this game if you don't want land there's really not a big reason to um, even bother with it. Hmm. Is there is there a, is there a real money store where you like can buy um, other is there like microtransactions? Yeah, they do have that, um, and some of it I would say is a little bit pay to win. But um, honestly, to me, it's not a huge deal, just because with open kind of sandboxy games there's not really a winner <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah and everything everything's acquirable through you know the in-game stuff so you don't need to you don't need to use real money it just can speed things up if you want cool cool well yep. um far cry 4 dropped uh last tuesday i guess and i that's the only thing i've been playing since then and uh i haven't had a lot of time to play but uh i that's what i've been nice. playing when i've when i've had time and um, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, it so far, the uh, the story seems very similar to Far Cry 3, uh, but then you know the story isn't really the point. Um, it's uh, you know open world and uh, it's a nice balance between open world and mission based play, and uh, and the graphics are just amazing. So um, anyway, I'm I'm hoping uh, you guys uh, will be able to pick up a copy sometime. Have you? Um... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I just froze up a second there. Have you um, looked at the reviews on, well, anything? I guess Steam is where I've looked. Um, I know that there were some problems with people were having technical problems, um, but uh, apart from that, no, I haven't. Yeah. What, what have you seen? Yeah, well, I was just looking at it the other day, and I was just scrolling down, you know, the Steam reviews, and it seemed that probably at least half from just scrolling down the page are, are negative. So I was just curious if you you had run into any of those issues. Um, I think a lot of it is not being able to launch the game or crashes or something like that. Well, they're, they're kind of notorious for launching broken stuff, aren't they, um, Ubisoft? Um, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. They've, they've kind of been dropping the ball lately, and also uh, I don't think this game has it but the the new assassin's creed has microtransactions Ugh. that let you speed up the game even though it's single player <laughs> so you can and then there will be like there will be like chests that you can open but you have to like download a special app or something 
and it's yeah i heard they're doing like really annoying stuff like that and i think they did it in like watchdogs too um but yeah ubisoft is kind of turning into what everybody hated about ea a couple years ago Mm. Um, and it seemed like ea kind of stepped back from that and now you know ubisoft is just taking the throne plus they have oh my god i hate i really hate you play with a burning passion yeah. Like, I really just want to launch all my games from Steam. Yeah. And I just got used to using Origin for Battlefield and Titanfall. Yeah. And now Uplay has to come out. And, like, I don't even think you can buy things off Uplay. I think it's literally just a way to launch Ubisoft games that you buy from Steam. Uh, it's ridiculous. It seems like an unnecessary uh, layer. Yeah, and the worst thing is there was this update for Far Cry 3 once, and um, I bought my Far Cry 3 through Amazon, so it activated directly through Uplay. Mm -hmm. Um, And to get the update, you had to go to the Uplay website in your browser and download, like, an update package and patch it. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you bought uh, Far Cry 3 from Steam, Mm -hmm. even though it still launches through Uplay... Steam would have automatically updated it. Right. <laughs> so, like, their own system can't automatically update their own game. Yeah. It's really... But just, Steam can. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's right. really sad. Yeah. Now, the only difficulty Honestly, I... Like, I... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, we're having a delay again. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say with my um, Uplay, I don't even use it enough, and I logged on um and i didn't even have my far cry 3 in it anymore like i don't know if i logged into a different one but it's just like i don't even use it enough to know if i have two accounts or if i have one account or if my games you know i, I can't even find my game because they use Uplay. <laughs> yeah and i love those those Uplay points or whatever they give you that you can spend on like wallpapers and stuff oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah now the only difficulty I've had is my there's supposed to be in the advanced graphics there's supposed to be a field of view slider that allows you to adjust to your specific monitor uh-huh. and um, I don't have that and what they said was that um, some people who had pirated the game were having this problem so they said well then you must have a pirated copy and I was like well no I I've got oh, my oh yeah Steam. I did hear about that. I have my Steam receipt, you know, so I don't know if it's not going to patch my game or, or what the deal is, but it's um, it's it's kind of annoying. Well, that's weird that it's it's doing that for you, but when I read that, that was hilarious because, like, people were accidentally revealing that they had a pirated copy because they didn't know that the FOV is supposed to be there if you have a legit copy. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, so... Anyway, but I'm you know when it's working and when I'm in game, it is really really beautiful. So yeah, I'm excited to pick it up. I um yeah, hopefully I'll be be able to pick it up here soon. Maybe there will be a Black Friday deal or something. Mm. Now I don't remember from yeah. Far Cry Three, but did you have to complete a certain amount of missions before you could do co-op play? Um, I don't know. I think I feel like that was just a menu item. Hmm. That you yeah. could select at any point. Um, I because I it wouldn't let me go into co-op until I had done the first uh, chapter or first episode of the story. So yeah, 
That makes sense because the co-op in this game is in the world, like in the open world. Right. But right. in Far Cry 3, it was separate missions, like completely right. separate from the single player. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, no, it's. Uh, I, I hope you guys uh, can get it at some point and we can, uh, can go uh, shoot things. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Yeah. Anybody got anything else? I think that's it for me. All right. Well... Uh, you can find me in the Those Guys with Ships Star Citizen organization, and I'm on I'm on the subscriber forums. My name is Gleep. Uh, you can check the show notes for how to spell that. Uh, I'm also on Twitter and Steam, and um, yeah, that's me. Uh, you can find me. I am on... cute. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, the, uh, the delay we have here is pretty bad, so, uh, <laughs> Caleb and I, like, start talking at the same time all the time. So, okay, Caleb, you go. Okay, my name is Caleb Worth, and you can find me on Steam. My name is Katarn on Steam, and t- on Twitter, I am Katarn87. All right, you can find me on Twitter and Steam at the only Jonto, and then you can find my Twitch and YouTube channel at the only John Connor. And uh, then you can find you can find the show. Uh, you can email us at theversecast at gmail dot com. You can also tweet at us at versecast, um, and uh, you can you know ask us questions, give us feedback. Uh, Whatever, whatever you want to ask. Um, then you can also find our organization at robertspaceindustries.com slash orgs slash versecast. Uh, we accept anybody and everyone. <laughs> even really smart people. Yes, even really smart people. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and we should welcome uh, Ajax again. I mean, I think he's, uh, he's the current leader for coolest name in the, uh, in the organization. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, please review us on iTunes. Just search for Versecast. Um, we'd really appreciate any review, positive or negative. Um, yeah, I think that, that about wraps it up. All right. Well, very good. Well, until next time, then, uh, we will see you in the verse. See you later. See you. See you.